Good morning. Welcome to Morning Prayers. Please stand as you are able to join me in a responsive reading of Psalm number 134, found on page 67 in your Black Appleton Psalter book. Come, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord who stand by night in the house of the Lord. May the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, bless you from Zion. I have two scriptures this morning. The first comes from Mark chapter 14, verse 32 through 42. And they went to a place which was called Gethsemane. 
And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible to thee. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what thou wilt. And he came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. My second scripture is from Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. About three weeks into Lent, uh, I texted a friend and asked him how his journey was going. And his reply struck me as he said, I am legitimately failing at Lent. Oh yeah, I said, partaking in all the things that you're supposed to be fasting. And he said, it's complicated. Horrible attitudes are involved. My response kind of shocked myself as I said, well, I think Lent is doing its job then. I'm not as sure, but it would be nice if that were true, he replied. And I said, I don't think fasting was created to bring out the best in us. And he said, well, I guess that's fair. I said, it shows us a gaping need for his grace. I said, make sure you rest in the fact that Lent is a reminder of how much we need Jesus. And tomorrow is a new day. He said, that's a good word, but not my favorite. And he says, one thing that comes to mind is mercies being renewed. And to that I replied, amen. He said, I'm so much more interested in my theoretical perfection and being demoralized when it's proof false. It's a sad space. To that I also replied, amen. I can only imagine the tension in the garden between Jesus and his disciples being the same. Watch and pray, he says. Sleep overcomes them. Legitimate failure? Yet I can't help but to wonder if this moment propelled Jesus to drink the cup all the more, knowing that in their small act of failure, a need so great was uncovered. So it is with them, so it is with me, so it is with us. Yet his mercies are new every morning. I'm going to pray this prayer by Walter Wangren from his book, Relieving the Passion. My death, O Lord, my sin, my hell, and my damnation were in that cup. My gratitude is unspeakable. My wonder is silence, and my life is yours. Amen. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now please stand as you are able to join us in the singing of the hymn, Alone Thou Goest Forth, O Lord, hymn number 149, in your crimson hymnal, hymn number 149. God's peace rest, rule, and abide in each and every one of your lives and mine. From this day on until we meet again, let the gathered people say, Amen. Amen. Amen.